Hi, it's the Chief, and thanks for listening to the Pick Doctor Sports Betting Podcast. This is a special episode that we've decided to dedicate to the topic of NFTs. Over the past few months, we've mentioned some projects that we've come across at the end of various episodes. The Res and I decided that it would be an opportune time to bring in a guest and not only talk about our own experiences entering the NFT universe, but also get a more experienced opinion about what's going on. Hope you find it interesting, and thanks for listening. Welcome to the Pick Doctors Crypto NFT Podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, as, as usual, I'm joined by the Res. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, we have decided to uh, try bringing on guests and talk about some cool subjects. We have our friend, the neighborly NFT guest today. He is the real K Chow. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for having me. All right, we are uh, eager to talk about NFTs. We've tweeted about them a little bit. We've uh, introduced a couple at the end of some of our podcasts, but uh, we felt uh, this is a hot topic and uh, we needed to bring on an, a guest or an expert to uh, answer some questions, right, Rez? Yeah, so what we're doing right here is we, we've, we have a bunch of podcasts for sports betting. So we thought we split it up and have an episode and try an episode out for NFTs because there's just so much to talk about and we've been deeply involved with it and we, we talked to the real K Chow and you're you're the real expert in the space and we feel there's so many things to bring up and we can cover it bi-weekly every month who knows who knows who knows where this takes us all right so the agenda is going to be pretty simple uh we'll introduce our guest uh, we're just going to each talk a little bit about uh, the NFTs we've been involved in and, and how we got into it. Um, and then we'll we'll have a little break and we'll talk about different collections that we're scouting out and what we look for in a, in a new NFT collection or something that we're looking to invest in. Uh, and then we'll just see, you know, if you had $1,000 to put into an NFT today, what which one would you look at? Um, maybe uh, uh, Kay, Kay Chow and uh, the Res have some ideas for us there. Uh, and then at the end, we'll, you know, we'll talk a little bit about some of our success stories, uh, maybe some of our uh, not so successful stories. Or rug pulls. <laughs> hey, uh, and just, yeah, you know, recap it all. And, uh, and that'll be our episode. So first off, well, you know, how about Rez? How, how did you get into NFTs? How did you hear about NFTs? So briefly, I, I, I was one of those people who thought NFTs was a complete clown move. Uh, I didn't think much about it. I, I, I started early in Bitcoin and Ether, and I would have these weekly meet meetups with a few buddies, and we talk about crypto, and they they bring in Solana, Polygon, all that other stuff, and all of a sudden they start talking about NFTs and all the stuff that they're getting involved with, all the different uh, new projects and things. I was like, and I, I just thought you guys are crazy. Why would you invest in a bunch of pictures? No, nobody cares about that stuff. And then somehow last December, so Christmas time, I, I started something clicked. There things that they're talking about and uh, in Ether. And then I had another buddy who wanted to pull some money in together and we just decided to buy one. And ever since then, we just kept going. I got addicted. You just keep looking at projects and you keep researching things and things that interest you. You just, you just want to mint. Um, so what was your first NFT? Oh, we, it's, it's our first one's trash. It's some uh, kangaroos. <laughs> some kangaroos. Some Probably don't care about them anymore. But that that that's how we got into it. And right. then, yeah, that, right. that's my story. So, uh, K Chow, how about you? How, how did you get into uh, the NFT world? Yeah, it's um, it was pretty funny because ba- it's pretty simple. Basically, you know how there's something that comes up and you. I've always wanted to get into early, uh, but you missed the boat and you're like, ah, oh, I thought about that, but I should have jumped in. Well, NFTs that is kind of like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So like when uh, with the corona coronavirus going on, I was like, wouldn't it be cool to invest in gloves or Peloton or something like that? But then I never did it, right? And then like a few days later, like every, all, that, all the stocks and stuff like that, that goes up. They're like, oh, shit, missed the boat. But I wasn't going to yeah. miss the boat on this. So 
the the thing is like I'm a big sports fan too and love hockey and I caught wind of this NFT um that Austin Matthews was putting up. And um so basically that's what caught my eye. Uh, which hockey. one was that? He he released a bunch of cards on um OpenSea and um just the idea of people um you know spending thousands ten thousand dollars on this i needed to kind of see like what what is going on and basically got a couple of friends and we formed van city nft pretty quickly and just basically did more research and was was basically like we are not gonna miss this we are we are jumping in right now and just getting in before everybody else was but i guess you know funny thing is like we're we were just kind of jumping in as the wave was rising you know so we are we weren't exactly early adopters but um i think you're early enough yeah you're early enough yeah what what, what time frame did you get in this is 20 20 or 2021 <laughs> yeah 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 like in nft world 2021 is like like uh 50 years ago but um <laughs> but uh yeah i started in april kind of april-ish yeah right. april 2021 but we were really just kind of like dicking around and just kind of we were really focused on like this hockey piece and just learning about it but um really we we then kind of just built a a um, Twitter profile built up our social media, which we have about seven, almost seven thousand followers. Yeah, now. you you guys just let the listeners know. So you're you're uh, you're behind Van City NFT. So yeah, I'm looking at you guys about just under seven thousand followers right now. Yeah, maybe give us the quick spiel on on uh, Van City NFT, the the Twitter handle, and kind of what you guys do and and what you're uh, hoping to accomplish. Yeah, so Van City NFT first began as just uh, a placeholder for just like a cool name for <laughs> for well, it's for pretty, <laughs> it's pretty crucial, Rao, because yeah. no one else can take it. No, no, for sure. What's funny is like I think people are picking things around us now. So you've got like NFT Van or something like Van something, but um, but no, we we definitely we own um, we have we own yeah Van City NFT got the instagram pages got all that locked down but i should go see if there's a cowtown nft <laughs> that's probably not there yet <laughs> yeah i mean it's like uh there's only one first uh amazon right so um okay. it's it's good you got that that down what what was your i guess did you buy an austin matthews nft then or what was your first nft well the thing was um we 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 needed to know what crypto was and and how to do all that piece. So we were way too behind to to really, you know, get into buying it at that time. So we were thinking, okay, let's just prep ourselves for the next athlete. So we basically spent that next month just learning about crypto to be honest and just Oh, kind of- so you guys did the reverse. So you you knew about NFTs and then you got into crypto. Yeah. Is that Okay, yeah, so I, th- I, I knew about crypto for many, many years. Then I made the hop into NFTs. So, I, okay. I did the, um, you know, the 14-year-old, 16-year-old kid thing where they, they <laughs> probably get drawn to these, like, these pictures and they're like, oh, shit, what? People are, what? <laughs> 50000 for this? What's going on? And yeah. then kind of going the other way around. So, okay. Um, so yeah, it, we kind of did it. Uh, yeah, we did it. We definitely did it that way. Okay. So so so, chief, you you joined probably a little bit later than us. So how how did that start out for you? Yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, I'm in the camp where I've been. Uh, I've known about crypto. I, I haven't actively been investing in crypto for for a while, um, but I came across um, uh, NBA Top Shop, I guess initially, and you know that's that's a big NFT. Um, platform and maybe a little too mainstream in terms of um, uh, uh, kind of value appreciation, unless you just Luxac and get like a really key player. But that's kind of where I became aware of NFTs. And yeah, I have to admit, I was a bit skeptical um, at, in terms of uh, what's going on. But obviously, from time to time, you hear about the Tom Brady, 
you know, 100,000 this, 50,000 that type stuff, right? Um, but yeah, I think maybe either yourself or the K-Chow mentioned to me, uh, you know, these pictures and these these little projects. And then, yeah, you have to spend some time to figure out what these projects are. And and, uh, and at that point, it's, you know, if you're interested, you're interested. If you you want to, you know, jump jump into the game, you, you got to decide what kind of projects you're, you're going to look for. If you're trying to hit some home runs or you're trying to sprinkle sprinkle you know your crypto across all these different kind of projects right so um you know i guess i started from the nba top shop side of things and then tailed you guys uh afterwards after that so basically k chow got you into it that's right and then <laughs> how, how you actually executed was uh i gave you a gift you gave me a gift yeah if a gift of the of the ledger the gift of the ledger that's right <laughs> And uh, yeah, to protect uh, my interest and my my NFTs uh, for for Christmas, uh, the res gave the chief a, a ledger, and uh, got That's all my got, that got you started. Got got all my goodies in there, and I had to put it to good use. Okay, so so one thing I wanted to make sure our listeners understand about the three of us, we're not multi super billionaire millionaires talking about nfts i don't want people listening to this and be like hey these losers aren't buying aren't spending 40k for one picture no that's not us if, if you're looking for that listen elsewhere we're, we're more of the regular everyday group of people who are getting into nfts we like to show what you could do what you can't do what kind of things you might run what kind of issues you might run into uh yeah, so Kichao, any comments on that? Just want to make sure people don't think we're a bunch of uh, crazy Gary V's. Yeah, um, well, actually, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, like you know, just like your everyday normal spend a thousand dollars on a picture yeah. of a sword, right? Like, like that's yeah, pretty run of the mill. Like, that, that's morning. that's our limits around here. We're 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 not spending hundreds of thousands. We're not board eight guys, so. No, there's definitely, I have about right now in my collection about 115, I think, something like that. Um, but yeah, they're so not in that. <laughs> yeah, you're you're more extreme than us, which is why you're the expert right here. This is why we're talking to you. So, so K-Chow, what would you say would be your current style? Um, like, what are you typically looking for or following? What's, what would, you know, someone say, oh, you're investing in FTs. Like, uh, you know, what, what, what kind of investor are you? Yeah, I would say, I would say I'm kind of like a midterm, short-term, long-term. So basically everything. That's uh, all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just said everything. Yeah. I, you know, the thing is like, you could be a percent of your portfolio to be certain, uh, certain parts of that. And, um, and then it also depends on if you feel a little, as I say, degeny where you uh, just feel like running for a little bit of like a gamble for, you know, which, which basically can happen any night. Um, so, so of your 115 ish that you own, how many do you think are actually long-term? Um, yeah, I guess uh, maybe, maybe 60 or 70. You know, the funny okay. thing is, um, so more than I half. wouldn't say I wouldn't say that uh, that some of them are intentionally long term. <laughs> some are uh, long term zero. Yeah, because you can't uh, you can't offload them. No one wants yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, those are th you're gonna have bags of those. But um, but the, but the thing is, uh, in this type of game, if you if you hit more often than not, and uh, you you hit with a pretty good high you know multiplier. It does cover you for for most of the time, and then the thing is, we're we're talking multipliers of ten, maybe like five to ten, which can more than make up for some uh, carrying some bags of nothing. <laughs> well, well, I think that's something that's important to point out, right? You're you're not hoping that you're gonna hit something with every single one, but you just need one or two to hit, even out of twenty. And yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of what you're doing, right? And I, one thing one thing I learned from you, never mint less than two, right? Yeah, I mean that was uh, if if they allow you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, you know times. You, what we talked about a month ago is 
we that that's like 10 years ago yeah the the if you asked me what's hot uh today or or a week ago it's not hot today so the 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 meta they say is changing so fast yeah the world's evolving yeah literally weekly or even daily like looking back yeah. the the style that we traded back then um we there's a lot to to improve over and even then that's changed now um nowadays people aren't uh people are taking more profits sooner like if i was to generalize um before everybody would hold to to the moon and we'll keep holding and and some people will stubbornly hold till it goes up to 200k and then back down to nothing <laughs> yeah so so what what about your style chief what's how are you picking yours i'm uh i'm i'm picking mine mostly based on utility i think uh i feel like that's an easier thing to characterize uh and yeah from time to time i'll 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 roll the dice on on something that looks like it could take off maybe it's a in a particular sector or interest, uh, you know, cultural interest level that's that's hot right now, or you know, a lot of celebrities are talking about a project, or the people the project's trying to gain the t- attention a lot of a lot of celebrities beforehand. So, yeah, I, that's that's what I've been looking at. But mostly, I've yeah, I've kind of stuck with the sports theme, um, uh, either from a uh, sports betting point of angle or from a sports fan or sports participation angle okay that's interesting yeah i mean at the end of the day these projects uh you're gonna invest some money you can you be prepared for th- a couple of things a uh, long-term hold and and see what happens uh or it might be a quick race to zero or uh it's you know part you're joining a community and taking part in uh some either online and, and maybe in the future uh, in real life type of uh, activities and, and fun. So, you know, all this kind of stuff, you, you got to get some fun out of it as well. Yeah. All right. So I guess, K Chow, what's, what would be your hottest, maybe not hottest tip, but what would be like something you would tell your buddy to be aware of if they're just getting started in, in the NFT world? You know, like one of the, most common tips people get is don't spend money that you aren't afraid to lose. I think that's like a pretty decent rule, but I wouldn't say that you should apply that mentality because it's, um, I don't know, I don't know how else to say it, but it's a little bit of a loser mentality. (laughs) Well, you you know what's funny when you say that? When you go on Discord and you start talking to a bunch of people, And so many of them are saying, oh, I need to sell my NFT so I can uh, afford gas in my car. Some (laughs) crap like that. Some people are not listening to what your advice just is now. (laughs) And, and, you know, the thing is, stuff like that tends to kind of sometimes drive the projects down. But, I mean, there's a a certain percentage of that. I I would just say, you know, um, in terms of just, um, yeah, more like a mind frame, I think... It, or it, it, I, I wouldn't kind of stick with that mind frame, but just as a operating rule, I think that would be that would be good. I think another yeah. thing would be like, you know, if you're starting, make sure you if you're getting something and it kind of goes down, make sure you're happy with it regardless. Whether it's like what uh, the chief was saying, if it's the community, the utility, the or even a good looking picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people yeah. forget about that. <laughs> Yeah, because there's nothing fucking worse than staring at something <laughs> that you know is like five thousand bucks and is a reminder that it's now one, and then like you're pissed off at it because it's and you can't even put it on a t-shirt. No, 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 no. It's just like this horrible reminder. Not only is it like painting you in the in many bags, but uh, like visually painting you every day. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so I, I got a, I got a question for you. What what's your What's your take on staking? Do you believe in that? Because before before you answer, I started when I started. I thought that was a pretty big thing, and I think that's starting to evolve. That it's not uh, what do you call? It's not feasible for a for a project to keep staking and giving cash out. So there's a few projects I did where I staked and got cash out, but now 
their tokens are just keep devaluing. Um, do you have any opinion on that? Yeah, I think uh, I am definitely into staking for some of my um, NFTs. And in fact, my most profitable one is staking. Um, and it, it's, it's ridiculous how much... Uh, it's a Solana, I'm, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a Solana project. Um, I think the, the biggest thing is if you are comfortable with the, the holders, the project, and what their plan is. Uh, I, you can kind of see perhaps like uh, a horizon for for when it, things might go down. But yeah. Uh, yeah, to the way I see it in the project I'm in, the the pool of money there is is will be there for a few a year or, or two. Yeah, and, and, and do you get tokens out of that? Yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah, you get tokens which you can cash out for US dollar. Yeah. So it's uh it's pretty good. I'm pretty much right now raking up like 70, 80 US dollar a day from holding 10 of these things. It's they're robots. <laughs> yeah, I th I think what happens is they need to have multiple utility for that token in order for it to keep its value. Otherwise, people just keep taking money out of the yeah, I mean, you're basically creating a mini economy, right? So yeah. between utility, rarity, all those things, you you got to generate some some longer term objective, uh, even if it's you know staking or or sharing <laughs> staking profits, um, uh, you know, based on what the token uh, is initially put out as. So I, I I have another question now: Ether or Solana jobs, and why? Your preferences, that is. Well, I think uh, I think Ether is just way sexier, um, and also with the the um, ETH two point coming and and few um, smaller transaction fees, I think that'll play a big big thing. But you know, Solana is good for entry level, and I'm not I'm not gonna knock Solana because again, my 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 number you're, technically you're making the most out of it. Yeah, technically my that that investment i have is 15x so i i can't knock that yeah <laughs> and i'm probably down on ETH, yeah. but but uh but i'm just crushing it with with this but uh but i'm telling you it's like you know when you're playing with ETH, you're like shopping at like i don't know your dolce and gabbana bags and all that stuff right like it's like the all the big names are are there and you know I mean, sometimes you get good deals at the outlet mall for your Solana, but I mean, uh, it's just way fun, way too much fun um, entering into ETH projects. It's, yeah, it's, I find the Solana yeah. ones, it's it's almost not worth it sometimes because you're, you're, you're they're, they're so low value. You can get pictures and, and stuff for less than 20 bucks and 30 bucks. You're not really knowing if it's worth it. But then uh, I guess I guess if you're able to throw a few more bucks around, you want to play in the ETH field. All right. Well, I think that's a great start to our uh, our pod. How about we take a quick break and we'll come back with uh, maybe a couple of specific projects or things that we're looking for uh, in NFT projects coming up. And we're back. So. Now what everyone's been waiting for is what collections are we looking at ourselves? And I know when I talk to you regularly, Kei Chow, you have tons and tons of projects every time. It makes my head spin. I can't, I can't keep track of it all. My Discord's a mess. You must have a better way of uh, sorting things out. So why don't we talk about what jobs or what projects that you're looking at? Why, why don't we start with Ether ones? So don't talk about anything Solana yet. Yeah. Um, the the one, I mean, this actually should appeal to a lot of your sports fans. Um, but I've been, I, I bought up a couple of um, the Vayner Sports Pass. It's basically this uh, premier utility sports NFT project where it allows fans to connect with uh, athletes and gives you access to other events. It's, I mean, it's pretty general um, and very uh, 
very you know who's who knows what that totally means um but it, it's one it's one of those first passes that um that, that that's not quite out there right now okay. and again this is called the vayner sports pass and for those who recognize that name yes that is um he's one of a, the biggest names yes in yes the nft world is actually it's uh a it's gary v's brother aj <laughs> but it's his project but uh he has pumped it a bit uh you know and a lot of people are banking that you know family comes first and he's not gonna let his brother's project go down so um <laughs> i would call this a, a kind of a mid-term long-term hold um this is this has been hovering around um it, it, it actually had a really it had a really crazy mint where um, a lot of people lost their money on gas. Um, but when, when was it minted? Uh, I think it was uh, like ten days ago or so. And oh, they, very recent. Yeah, it's pretty recent. So then they they paid people back that, and um, and then okay. yeah. So now, so, so what was the mint price? Because I see the floor is at uh, zero point four four ETH right now. Yeah, though the mint price, like I, I mean, there was no, I wasn't going to engage in that, um, and and to be honest, yeah, I think it was, you know what, I I don't even know. Oh, uh, I, I looked it up. It's point one five five. So yeah, okay, yeah. it's about three so x right, right now. But yeah, I think I guess one of the things is they. Wow, I guess because of the brand, they were able to mint fifteen thousand of these. Yeah, um, a lot of the well to be with kind of like the big boys the you can have a you can have a collection that big and with that name like you only very few people can kind of enter in that space so and being this sort of sports pass um they they really are marketing through that name okay. i would say like i jumped in at um you know even even though it was 0.155 to mint i'm sure that people paid triple the the value in in uh in gas to to get to to actually get it it was it was just really so popular and so much pressure in there well well, how high did the gas get like 500 600 why uh probably more i think like it it was it was pretty pretty high so i wasn't gonna engage in that just wait till a little dip got myself in got myself a couple of passes and then got a third one um at uh you know, around 0.35 and um i actually sold out sold one of them kind of just for a break even only because i in this in this in this space you always want more liquid to do other things yeah but i'm yeah but i'm just gonna sit on these next two and what's cool about this pass is like they've in the corner of the pass they have your different sports that represent them and i found that out later i'm like i gotta get hockey so, so I eventually got a pass that had a, you know, a hockey symbol on it, which again, a lot of these times you're investing in things with speculation and you don't yeah, know. Yeah, because you don't know what they're going to do with this yet, right? Exactly. Okay. But they do suggest that, you know, if you like a certain sport, you may want to get that. So I'm like, sign me up. All right. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what, uh, I guess this one is kind of like, it has like a little bit of a, uh, utility backup, so to speak, and and I guess popularity buying pressure. Um, what uh, what would be maybe another attribute of a project that you would want to see um, in terms of maybe let's say short term, medium term these days? Uh, if it's short term, I'm looking at the meta. I'm looking at what's hot and what's hot at this moment. So a week ago, the anime meta was huge uh basically if if you've heard of the azukis they they went um they pushed from 25 eth to 30 eth and in doing so anything anime japanese related what it just dragged up as well and it was it was insane and it created this mini mini bull market for just three or four days and it was just absolute insanity and people would jump into any project and they would 2x 3x so are are we are we too late now then like you're saying everything moves so quick well yeah so now let's say like 10 days seven days 10 days later 
all these derivatives, the all these derivative animes are coming up, but they're not cracking the one ETH mark, so you, people aren't getting that. Did you say the Azukis were going for 24, 25 ETH? They're, they were th- up to 30. Oh, wow. Yeah, right now yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it, the floor price is 28. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So that helped drag drag up uh, a lot of spending, a lot of for these derivatives, and um, there's still a runoff, but it, it, they're not they're not kind of cresting that one ETH mark that people are hoping for. Um, but I mean, I myself have a have I actually had one today um, that I'm gonna mint probably after we finish this podcast and uh hoping that one you know maybe gets to 0.3.4 at least just riding that but which, which uh, one which one is that uh it's it's cyber ronin's oh, um okay. i don't even know the full i name. thought it was the name because you gave <laughs> me a name last time it was like sakura hunters is that something that's coming up uh no there i mean not everything and not, not everything Japanese equals gold, but um, there, you know, there's still a certain style. A lot of these uh, profile pictures with sort of half, you know, side profile of a, a anime character holding a sword or something like that. That's still super, super popular. Um, but actually, the if you wanted to know what the meta is like this, yeah, right, what, this what, moment, what's now? What's now? It is meme. It is memes. Memes. So yeah. So the other day, the most one of the most popular ones was called Frank Frank Frank, and basically, I don't even know what animal it is. To me, it looks like a badger or a polar bear. bear. Is it a polar bear? I just looked it up right now. Okay, it's a polar bear. Well, anyways, it was a. I don't know if it was a Freemint or a zero point zero zero one, but it cracked. Uh, it almost cracked one ETH, and basically these things are there's there probably isn't even a discord there probably barely is a twitter page but somebody from a development side capitalized on it and just made this meme got it to the right people which i have a theory on how these memes get put out there but but um and then oh it just got swept with volume and people were going in on it like crazy wow so yesterday, actually, there was one called like um, my pet rock or something like that. Like like anything you can think of. I think I there was even one called Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. No joke. That's what you should start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's too late, man. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, four four Kevins are better than three. So you you got you got a chance. So I'm I'm still bullish on one of the ones that I own, and I think you own also, uh, Chief. It's the Ballman. I still, I'm still holding out hope for the Ballman. Do you are you you're familiar with that one? I think we brought it up to you a few times. It's, yeah, I think this is the Stan Wawrinka tennis. Yeah, one, that's right? right. I'm hoping he uh, wins a few tournaments or something, and then you can give a shout out to the Ballman, and it can skyrocket. But basically, they're trying to have utility in the meta where you can actually play tennis matches. Yeah, and, I uh, think he can promote that to tennis fans and folks who are engaged in the nft world and i don't know i feel like it'd be fun to just you know it's kind of like your what was that those tamagotchi things you know you'd feed it and and train it a little bit but now you're like feeding and training a a tennis player with some attributes and you're you're gonna get to enter it into some contests win prizes like that's 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 gotta be good but the art sucks on it don't don't buy for the art (laughs) so it's okay why don't we go on to the next section, they? So, you want to start off with uh, what the, I guess, the $1,000. I guess, the, yeah, the, the question right now would be if you had, if you're looking to invest in a new project, um, you know, what, where, where do you think you should put that, let's say, $1,000 into? And, and what would be kind of the mini outlook for that kind of uh, an investment? So, maybe uh, K Chow, you go first. Yeah, if it, well, for a thousand, right? Oh, a thousand, that, that, that's like, like a third uh, of that's pretty good, actually. Two, a third, a point third of an ETH. A third of an ETH you know, for a mint. Or, 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 uh, or a pickup. Or a pickup, yeah. So, 
So, yeah, so there's a lot of things, a lot of people do this. Um, I think what you're almost describing is almost like a of a challenge, you know, uh, a, a half ETH to 0.5 ETH to 5 ETH challenge, which is basically your thousand to ten thousand dollar challenge. Right. Um, I, I, with, with that, I wouldn't, I would say, I think this is about building a bag. You, for that, I wouldn't go with anything. Uh, anything long term for for example like i you if you're trying to build a little bit of a, a little big over of the bag you're you're picking things that are that you can have news and pumps within a week yeah quick, to, quick wins so so yeah are, quick you, are wins. you looking to chop it up into three pieces and and throw it yes. and, and buy like uh three things and and hope your bag gets a little bit bigger and yes and go from there? absolutely with with uh with a thousand dollars, yeah, I think like chop it into three pieces, um, and maybe you know depending on how, you know how gambly you feel, you could save ten percent of it for, for these uh, memes or a degen play, but um, really you're looking at ideally if you could get um, mints, that's great, but you know. The thing with mints now is that uh, you know, back in January you get a you get a white list or an allow list. Now you you feel you almost feel obligated to 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 mint it to spend it, but uh, people have learned that uh, just because you get the though the white list is is really the the honor of maybe minting and it doesn't mean you have to do it. So I think people are smarter now and waiting for other people to jump in first. And then you go in. So I'd spend some time finding any way to get a few whitelists because that could automatically mean, you know, I'd probably spend like a week just trying to find where I can get myself into um, some whitelists. And then. So, so if you, if you're look, looking for a whitelist and you have, say, 10 projects of it in general, how many would you actually, I guess, execute on? Obviously not all ten. I guess what, what would you look for in the project to to decide? Oh, this is this one I probably will execute on versus this one. Oh, it was great that I got I got VIP or an allow or whitelist, um, but I'll maybe set this one out. Like, what what would you look for in that project to say? Okay, well, yeah, let's let's toss a third of this. Yeah, you know, I think it. like um, so you I you know your pre research is about team, like team is number one. Whether they and and whether they're uh, docs, whether you can find out who they actually are and are not hiding behind, like you're betting on people. You know, when you go to a, when you're, when you're, when you're investing in a real business, you want to know who's running it. This is no different. You know, in, in a real business, you don't, you don't invest in somebody who's wearing a paper bag. <laughs> like you, you're, you're finding real people. So know the team. If they've had past success, hey, that's even better. Then I would say, you know, um, you figure out what what kind of uh, community and roadmap they have, and and whether it's, it seems realistic or if they're just making it up, um, and then you know, looking at the community, seeing how engaged people are, seeing if it like then that requires getting into the Discord just to get a vibe vibe check and see if it's fake people or, or real people and so then, how, do you, how do you uh what, what do you like on a roadmap like what's what makes you select something what makes you ignore it or what makes you think it's 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 never achievable and stuff like that like what, what do you what do you want in it i i think like it's a balance of like you know some people just love roadmaps that are mysterious because it's like, <laughs> like, like they want, they want almost like some people want, and in fact, some for some people, it, it's like almost sexier to 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 be like, we might do this, we might do that. Um, I like to know a little bit more than that personally. Um, and, and then there's also copy paste templates of what people are doing, which is like, everybody's going to the metaverse. Everybody's got a version two. Everybody's got everybody's got this and that. So, you know, sometimes some ingenuity in, in what they are trying to deliver kind of piques my interest too. Yeah. Um, does it does it matter um, how many they mint? Because what I've learned from when I started last year, which, as you say, feels like 50 years ago, is 
when you mint a project and it's around 10k or 15k uh mints it was a lot easier to sell out back then now it's it's kind of like i'm only looking for the ones that are under 7000 or 6000 unique ones because it just seems that there's so many projects out there there's just too many choices that uh anything over that it just gets hard to sell out or it's hard to hold its value any, any comments on that yeah uh, for sure i think people are are liking projects that are in the 3 to 6000 range yeah. mostly because again like it's just fewer people listing um it it takes less less listings to go change from different cell levels and uh it it uh you know there there's there there's a little bit more ease or or feel that you can you have something more rare like you mentioned that you can you can move off of um but uh but you know talking about mint day uh you know that's that's another thing you know what's a go no go i mean sometimes I mean, a very simple no go. I'll say to your uh, to your listeners is if uh, if the secondary market is less than what you what the mint price is, probably no stay no, away. That's a it. no go. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. don't. It's very do easy it. to see that too. So yeah, and look at the volume too, and um, you know how close they are to um, you know uh, getting to that one thousand mark or okay. or what percentage um they are and you know but there's a lot of different factors there's uh how many people who are on the allow list and there's also you know there, you got to take into all those factors um but uh the simplest thing is you know if if you're gonna jump into something and you have your allow list you a simple look at the secondary market gives you confidence easily Good stuff. Hey, uh, how about you, Rez? Same question. Where where would you put your 0.3 ETH or $1,000 of crypto? Right now, I would look for a mint that is on Solana and on ETH. So right now on Solana, I don't have any projects that I'm looking at right now, but I would usually f- try to find something with some kind of staking um, path on a roadmap. Uh, this is because... Solana in general is just cheaper to stake and it's, it's a lot more realistic for those kind of projects to keep staking and actually give you some kind of return. So I might buy additional cartoon cartels because that's a project where they just said they would have 100K liquidity pool, which is a good start. So as long as they can keep their token with multiple utility for, for use, it could keep that uh, liquidity pool high. So that's one option. Uh, where I would put some of that thousand, and then there will be some upcoming mints. Uh, I think you mentioned a few in the past, Kchow, like Furry Bandit and Crypto Gene. Uh, I just sold a few uh, NFTs just last week, so I have, I'm sitting on actually almost zero point three ETH just to go mint. So, so I might I might need to wait until you give me a signal on some later this week. But that's that's what I would do right now. Four thousand. Yeah, yeah, I you know I'm uh I'm into I right now I have this thing called uh, Retro Arcade, which I saw will, that yeah, which will allow you to play these abandoned games. Um, it's multiple on, games, on right? Like yeah, yeah. You don't while. know. Yeah, you don't know which ones are gonna get. So part of that, you know, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Japan and. Uh, open a mystery box but part of the fun is uh part of the fun of reveal and all of that is opening that present and finding out what you get uh but this one should be cool because this actually has uh game utility so that i have um i have three of those but they and, always uh, uh release new mints or are you talking about you have to own it now that one you own now, but I mean, one of those things, they it, it might be a, a gateway to more access to other games down the line. So that one I've been kind of keep that one, uh, you know, uh, you know, just, you know, all full disclosure, I own three. Um, but the other one that I've been bullish about with you guys, and uh, that was a while ago, is the um, Walking Dead. And, you know, the the thing I talk about with people is, especially newbies, is if you're the getting into some... Ones. That's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, ma- mainstream ones are good. Like, look at Adidas. Uh, Adidas has 
has been fine and and um you know if people got in for relatively early they'd be making a killing but um but yeah walking dead uh they what they're doing is they have uh airdrops which basically means like over the year you get drop additional nfts well the funny thing was the recent airdrop was about a, a, a deed to a metaverse land which is another hot thing about uh you know this web3 space is metaverse land <laughs> much like vancouver property is uh, expensive and it only uh, goes up there's only so much yeah there's only so much so there's no mortgages <laughs> yeah yeah no mortgages and <laughs> the funny thing is like the the land the airdrop almost paid well paid for the mint for the past for some people yeah. depending on where you bought well, i'm it. saying so, there's only five thousand of these which already checks one of our boxes under seven yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean again full disclosure i own three of these passes but i i sold mine earlier without knowing what that i mean that's the risk right but i yeah. sold my airdrop earlier without it knowing what it was um but you know, now I know that these airdrops are going to be pretty valuable, which I, you know, I can always sell half of them, but it'll cover the passes that I bought. So, um, I, I think I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I call this more of like a midterm play because you're unlikely to flip this now and you're more likely to kind of every so often, if you want, sell, sell, uh, your airdrops to recuperate and get your buyback in. Okay, that makes sense. Any, any, anything you want to add, uh, Chief? Any insights of what you do with with the grand or point three uh, e? I think the one I was uh, thinking about, um, kind of investing in, is is uh, an NFT we talked about once on the sports pod uh, called uh, the Sweets. It's a Solana, Solana. It's a Solana project. So Tensol. When we yeah, Tensol. when we when we were looking at it at first, when they minted and they had freshly minted, and it was it was going it was going on and. These guys are building a pretty cool metaverse type or uh, environment for you to, you know, participate with your friends and people and uh, and watch sports in in the metaverse world. I think when we're watching it, it was around twenty sol. It dropped to as low as I think eight or nine. It's maybe back to twelve. I think you know they're doing a lot of uh, demos of their actual um, suite, their their three D metaverse suite. Uh, and it looks pretty pretty cool. So I feel like uh, you know people who maybe weren't so patient about the project have, uh, have taken some early profits. But uh, for medium long term, you know it's backed by a good group of folks who really want to engage uh, the gaming and the sports environment. So I, I would I would go kind of medium long term and, and put it there. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? On the agenda, we said that we'd take a quick break, but I feel like we've talked a little bit about the next subject, and and you know, let's let's uh, let's just continue on here um, and talk about some of our our maybe our own most exciting projects or or some lessons learned from big hits and and, and misses. Um, maybe uh, K K Chow, do you want to tell us uh, one of your big scores or one of your success stories? Yeah, my one of my success stories was it was with a bit of a luck thing, but uh, I mean, I I bought something and it turned out the NFT what when it revealed was a PFP of the owner of that uh, <laughs> of that NFT. Wow! And I basically Your big break. <laughs> that was my big break. I was like all right, I'm going to list this and I'm going to gouge him. And I listed it at like, I tried to grab their attention, you know, because, uh, you know, this, there was a 6969 volume and 69, 6.9% 6 royalty. So, hey, let's, let's go list it at 6.969, right? Let's grab this guy's attention. And the thing was, I kind of, I put it out there and then I saw something in and around that kind of legendary status that got sold at two. And then I started, you know, I started getting a little bit of FOMO. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, maybe I should be happy with just, uh, you started to settle. I started to settle. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, but it's just on the first day that it was, uh, revealed. So I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I should just sleep on it. But you know, they say, 
the best volume is on the first day of reveal. So, you know, if you're really going to make a move, you could, it, today's a good day to do it. So then I, I lowered it down and I lowered it down again. I ended up with two, six, nine, six, nine. And then, and then, and then it got bought. And then I realized when I look who bought it, it was the owner. So I was like, sweet. I sold it. This is like the biggest, biggest thing I've ever sealed. The deal and, then, and then he tried to troll you, didn't he? And I got fucking ripped on the Discord. They they basically I was being trolled that he would pay like three times that amount and everybody I was I was like, oh no, did I blow my one chance to really like stick it and moon? Um But but how much was the mint that for that one? Um what? you know, I never minted that well, I, I just it? bought it I bought it for like point one five. So, yeah, so that's more than 10, 15, 20x almost. Yeah, it was like 20, almost 20x. Yeah, like, so there's only one <laughs> NFT there that resembles him. So, yeah, no, should, I he know. should be thankful that yeah. uh, you even part ways. Yeah, people people can rag on you all day, but you 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 solidified the profits. You, you took yeah. it to the bank. You hold it. Yeah, hold it. And, and, th- and that was the thing, right? Like during this time period, you're like, I. And actually, you know what? That was a big lesson learned when we were all minting all this stuff. And um, back then, we just kept sitting and sitting and sitting on things. And when that uh, bear market came, like a lot of those profits were gone. And uh, that that's a hard lesson to learn because I think half my stuff had I exited. And I, and that's a funny thing with, with, uh, with crypto is like, or just nfts you're never satisfied when you're selling like you're never satisfied i know you always think you sell for more which which leads to my my story here like (laughs) it's just the rubber ducks that's another one that you recommended right i i minted i did a newbie mistake this is when i first started i only minted one uh i think what the mint was what 0.08 i think or 0.07 i can't remember I don't remember. Yeah, something you know like what that. the issue was there? That, that they only minted 2000. But that's the good part. That makes it rare. So I think that day I remember I cuz I minted two and it wouldn't it wouldn't let me mint two or something or or I don't know or I was toying with the gas and um and I only wound up with one as well. Yeah, so at the end of the day, this this recent week they did that shoot up till well 0.2, so I listed mine and sold mine for just 2x. Like it's just under 2x actually. Uh, sold and then it shot up to 0.75. That's same thing. I missed it, got my profits, and should have held out for more. That was my story. So it's, it's, I don't have any huge scores like what you had, you did. Most of my sales or flips have been uh, 80%, 70 to 80% profits. And that's probably my bigger one was like 2x. Um, but yeah, it could have been easily almost 10x or 9x there. Well, I think I heard in some other podcasts they're advertising compound interest as the most effective way of creating wealth. So, uh, you know, hopefully <laughs> you can find some more projects and, you know, you won't feel so bad. <laughs> hey, so what about what's, what's your biggest uh, fail? What's the big fail you had? Oh, yeah, my biggest fail. Uh, and yeah, my biggest fail was right after that Asuki you know, five ETH, six ETH kind of uh, pump where they were, they were the first anime meta to really crush it. I jumped in on Lives of Asuna at that time, and I basically stacked up a lot of ETH. I basically paid one point six ETH for, um, basically these anime girls. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny, so the thing was, it I you know. It was. It's one of those rules where I would not do anymore. Let's just say that I just paid myself a tuition of NFT lessons for for a, over a year. But you don't do that anymore, and I wouldn't do that anymore. Where Where um, do they sit now? They just you just own them. Um, and- it's it's sitting at um divided divide that by ten or something. It's like point. It's like point one six maybe. Uh huh. Oh man, that's like my math is wrong. Yeah, I, I think horrible. I think my biggest fail is my very first purchase. 
which was those rowdy ruse kangaroos. I bought I bought them secondhand. Didn't mint. Was all excited to get my first JPEG, <laughs> and it ended up paying like zero point one five ETH, and now they're probably worth like I don't know point zero three point zero. I don't even know what to do with them anymore. It's not even worth selling. The ETH is that the gas is gonna be worth more than the sale. So I don't even care. Just just leave it. I, Keep, I don't leave, know. leave it and build my and build my collection. <laughs> I not too many uh, collections resurrect, man. But you know, if you keep it as a memento of your, it's a memento. Mint, yeah, it's a symbol. Yeah, Don't screw and, around. Yeah, and that's why I keep my Asuna as a reminder, Kevin. Don't fucking do that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's funny because like I, we thought the it was gonna moon. Um, it was super hyped. But, you know, the funny thing is, it's not even about the team. It's not even about the hype. It was the art that killed it because the the problem was when people were expecting their pretty anime girls, th- not that I was collecting it for that, but they were. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they had eye patches or they had like a rubber band in their mouth or like they were covered up. So, th- so the funny thing was the market reacted to this. Like they were not happy with their Asunas and they started dumping and it dumped and it dumped and it dumped and it dumped. And it and just dumped. got away from yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. Cause like, uh, you know, I think people, when people were paying 6,000 like me for them, they, <laughs> they were hoping to see a full picture, not something that was covered up wearing a eye patch, a mask and not, <laughs> and wearing a, a hoodie. <laughs> I think so. So when you, people say the art doesn't matter, I beg to differ once in a while. And that yeah, was I think for lesson. certain projects, definitely it's it's probably the emphasis for if, if that, right? Yeah, yeah. You got and, you got anything, I, Chief? Yeah. Oh, Chief, mine mine is uh, you know, like we're 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 all excited about the stupid penguins. You were, I was, anyways. We weren't. Yeah, we weren't. <laughs> anyways, yeah. So I have two uh, Meta Penguin Island 3D NFTs. I mean, they look okay. But it's worth nothing right now. Post mint, I think we minted at what? 0.1 No, was it? it was more than that. It point. was 0.2. <laughs> it was. They might did, even did they sell out or no? No, they didn't. No, sell. they didn't. As soon as they no. didn't sell out, we knew it was. It was gone. Yeah, uh, I should have spotted something fishy when I I won the raffle to 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 mint it. Um, it was but, too easy. You know, it was way too easy, and and the thing was. It, it it was at that tipping point of that that mar- the 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 bull market and and people were were smartening up and saying like like this is a freaking cash grab like n- n- nobody mints now at that higher price and yeah that's the um, other that's the other risk point yeah so yeah okay so that was yeah that was my lesson learned and I mean that was probably the only one where I strayed from looking for utility i was trying to create some or uh, uh partake in some fomo uh discord fomo and really that was pointless all right well i think uh we've covered a lot here uh for our first episode yeah, Chow, you got any uh parting words for uh the our, our listener base would probably be a nft newbie uh what what uh what wise words can you sh- what can you share in this inaugural pick doctors nft episode uh do your own research and uh, i hate that I was, term <laughs> i don't want to do my own research you i want people to I pay someone else told... to do it for me yeah you want you just want to copy trade right yeah um, i'm in these alpha chats so they do the research for me so i don't have to i hate dior yeah. no no for <laughs> sure for sure and and you know what if you do enough copy paste trades eventually you'll you'll hit right yeah that's true <laughs> um but yeah i i mean I just, I don't, I don't like YouTubers, but I don't, and I do, <laughs> but they're a good place to start. Just, I would say if you listen to them, take them with a grain of salt because they are usually backing certain projects, which is why you watch a bunch of them. And then you get into a discord with a group and you kind of find these, the alpha channels where there's other investors that talk. And then you, you get into three or four of them. And from that, you learn from the people there. And I think that's, that's, the, that's the easiest way to go. 
I agree. Then you kind of see where similarities they have, right? Because a lot of times they overlap, and then we share we share that information amongst each other too, right? So, yeah, yeah. And um, at the end of the day, you you make those calls. But uh, one one other thing to think about is when they tell you to buy, it might it's probably already too late. <laughs> yeah. But, but but so you're you there's probably they already own it, so they're waiting. Yeah. They're helping pump it. Not only do they probably own some, that some other people have already seen that and have probably minted it, and yeah. you're already paying like a 25, 30, 40% surplus, and there probably isn't that much more left to go. So y- y- you've got to do that research and either get ahead of that and um, yeah, just get into a bunch of channels and yeah, just just dive in. There's lots of stuff out there. Yeah. All right. How about you, Rez? Any parting words here? Wise words? Just mint things under seven thousand. Just <laughs> that's that's my only parting word right now because that's that's something I had to learn a lesson of. Some some terrible mints I've had, all in the ten k range, and I found that a good niche is under seven k. All right. That's, that's that's my parting words. All right. Good stuff. Well, that wraps up the first Pick Doctors Crypto NFT podcast episode. Thank you for listening. We are going to uh, post this shortly. It is, uh, what, April 13th. Uh, And uh, hope everyone enjoys the episode. And uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Thanks for listening.